Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. I'm going to talk today about a topic that I don't think enough traders think or know much about. And I think this is a really important topic for traders who are looking to gain an edge on the market and who maybe traders who are sitting there going, Martin, I've tried so much on Betfair. I've tried to create a good strategy. I've tried to have an edge on Betfair and I'm just really struggling. I'm not sure. You know, give me a new approach. Give me a different approach that I haven't really thought about or I haven't really heard much about. And so I'm going to talk about an approach that I've kind of adopted for many years now, but specifically in the past year or so has really come to light for me as something that can be really successful on Betfair as a trader. So no matter what ability you are, no matter what level of Betfair trading you're at, this is a podcast you are going to want to listen to. You're going to want to digest this information. And I think you're going to want to go away and actually try this stuff out. So a very intelligent, successful Betfair trader once told me, go against the crowd, right? Go against the crowd. If you want to make money trading, if you want to make money betting, if you want to make money in the space of gambling, don't always go for the obvious. Go against the crowd. And I've always had that in the back of my mind as a trader. I've always had that in the back of my mind as something that's important. You know, look, let's say Man United are playing, I don't know, Leicester at home. Right, because they played at the weekend and Man United won quite easily. Everyone in that spot tends to just back Man United. And they don't care what price they get, a lot of people, because they all oh, Man United are going to win. So it doesn't matter. They're going to win. Just give me any odds you can. It's almost what it feels like sometimes when people go into the bookies and just lump on favourites for huge amounts of money. Not really thinking at all about value in the long run. Just thinking, I think they're going to win this one off match, therefore I'll take any old price you'll give me. They don't shop around, they don't look for the best price, they just take that price. What happens when someone does that? Well, over time, the more money that gets piled into something, the more the price comes in. Now, here's where the kind of philosophy behind this go against the crowd gets interesting. If a price, let's say Man United started at 1.5 before the start of that match to win the game. If that price keeps getting pushed in and suddenly it's 1.33, What's changed? All that's changed is that people have lumped money on it and they think Man United are going to win. So were the odds too high initially? Maybe. Are the odds too short now? Almost certainly. Because you've now got a situation where, you know, clever bookmakers, clever computer models, all that jazz started out at one price. But the market forces have pushed it in to another price that's much less value if you back it and probably value to lay in that scenario. Okay, so why do I use this example? Because, you know, Man United just recently beat Leicester at home. The reason I use this example 
is that when you're thinking about value in the long term, you're not thinking about who's most likely to win. You're thinking about where's the value? Who's most likely to win more often than the odds suggest? This is important, so I'm going to say that again. As a Betfair trader, as a gambler, as someone who places bets, whatever you do, however you invest your money on Betfair, you should not be thinking who is going to win today. You should be thinking whose price is higher than it should be today. Who has got more chance of winning than the odds suggest? That's where the value comes from. Because in the scenario I've just given you, if Man United win three out of four times at home to Leicester, you break even at 1.33. You break even. So they have to win more than 75% of the time in that situation. And we know in general in football that's not likely to happen, right? But the reality is that that is how it goes in these scenarios. That's how it goes in these situations. And let's say it was 1.33 and you went, well, I think they can win 75% of the time. What if it got shorter? Would you still feel that way? Because the reality is if you're backing at 1.33, you're saying this is value. So what are you saying the odds should be? 1.25, 1.2? I mean, you're getting into the realms of, you know, ludicrousy, to be, to be frank, in that scenario. Now, where this gets really interesting for me is that this has kind of always been obvious to me. You know, you know, if you follow Betfair Trading Community for a few years, I like to look at outright markets. They really excite me. One of the best tips I've given this year, I'm just going to go check actually what the odds currently are because I haven't checked, um, was Napoli to win the Champions League. Um and I believe the odds were around 36. And now again, when I give that tip, am I thinking, who? if someone said who's going to win the Champions League this year, my answer wouldn't have been Napoli. But if you told me who was better odds than they should have been, my answer would have been Napoli. And that's why I backed them. That's why that's the situation I use. Now I've just checked. Napoli are currently trading at 8.8 .8 to lay. From 36. What have they done since I tipped that? Not a lot. You know, they won their first leg of their last 16 game, but they were playing Frankfurt. I mean, you would expect them to get through there. And they beat Liverpool, or I think I think they even lost to Liverpool in a game, but won their group. Because they won their group, which they're obviously going to do anyway. Because I'd actually back Napoli after they smashed Liverpool the first time. In the first game. That's going against the crowd. Why, why were the odds so big? People just think, oh, it's Napoli. They can't win. Well, actually, if you'd watch Napoli play this season, you'd realise, you know what? They've got a really good chance of doing something special in the Champions League. Now, you know, do I think they're more likely to win it than more likely not to win it? No, of course not. And this is where people get confused. They start to think of it in terms of, well, who do I think is most likely to win it? Um, but when you're talking about Man City, who've never won it in their history and have ne not looked particularly special this season, uh, heavy favourites to win the Champions League, 
um, which to me is just like too short. They may well win it, but that that's too short. I mean, you got Real and Bayern who both have looked impressive this year. Napoli, and it's funny. It's almost like a four horse race there that they're giving us. But it's interesting, isn't it? That that's one market, and I was able to get good odds. And what I do often is I go against the crowd. You know, the year before this season in the Super Bowl. I actually tipped the Bengals, the, who was it? The Bengals, the 49ers at the start of the playoffs. This is the funny thing. I wasn't, I didn't tip them at the start of the season. I tipped them at the start of the playoffs. And I think the odds for both of them were around 20. They both made the championship game and one of them even made the Super Bowl. And you could have cashed out for huge profits on both of those selections going against the crowd why were those why was those selections valued because people just thought oh they're not going to win but when you actually watched them play when you looked at things you went hang on joe burrow one of the best quarterbacks in the league probably the best up-and-coming quarterback for a long time well since Mahomes. this guy actually and if you watch college football like i do he was actually the best player in the history of college football um his last year at LSU so these things aren't random but it's about going against the crowd now what I want to talk about specifically today with this is the trading strategies on the betfairtradingcommunity.com software because one thing I've noted is that you could so let's say one great example of this is Tom Az's under 1.5 goals lays now if you don't know about this strategy we've been testing it for a year £10 lay stakes, we're laying under 1.5 goals, maximum odds 3.5 to lay, so 3.5 or below we're laying at, and it's made over £600 profit, right? Just one strategy, £10 stakes, you would be £600 up. Incredible. Great, great year. No doubt about it, right? Now, what's interesting there is that if you actually look at the filter, and you can go and do this, this is like a task for you. Go onto the software, because you've all got access to this filter. Go to the members' filters and click Tomaz under 1.5 goals. Days. Go and look at the criteria for that strategy. Because you will look at it and go, hang on, this doesn't make sense. This criteria is looking for games that look like they're going to be low scoring, under 1.5 goals. That's weird, because it's such a successful strategy for over 1.5 goals, essentially, which is what laying under 1.5 is. You're you're essentially backing over 1.5. Now, what's interesting there is that people have even said it to me, like, oh, Martin, I don't understand this. Is this wrong? Have I done something wrong? No, it's not wrong. This strategy started out as an under 1.5 goal back strategy. That's why that criteria is there. What happened? It got tested. It performed so badly that we realized, well, Tom has realized, let's flip it. Let's back, let's lay the under 1.5 goals. And it performed incredibly well. For a whole year, it's performed really well. Going against the crowd. Why did that work? Because the crowd thought those games would be low scoring. 
heck, the stats said these are likely to be low scoring. But the problem was the crowd had gone too far. The crowd had pushed the odds so short that laying actually made sense. Because remember, not many matches actually finish under 1.5 goals. You know, so if you're getting odds below 3.5, a lot of the time you can be getting value in that situation. Because the market is just using computer models from previous games and things like that, but it's not considering the, the base fact that most matches will have over 1.5 goals. And therefore, the data that it's looking at, it might just be that that's been an almost like a, a, an animate way. I'm not going to attempt that word right now. But it's almost like an anomaly. That's it, isn't it? Anomaly. It could have been an anomaly. So what's happening is that the money's coming and it's pushing the price too short and we're getting a good value price to lay at. So even though the filter suggests it should be low scoring, we only need two goals and we can win. And it works. It works because of that. And you might think, well, that's so counterintuitive to everything I've ever tried to do. But think about how it makes sense. Think about the strategy you've set up. And then you've looked at it and gone, God, these, these games are all going to have tons of goals. And then suddenly you're left kind of scratching your head when you're losing money hand over fist. Going, these games were supposed to have goals. The stats suggest they should have goals. But they're not. It's not a bad thing to be in that scenario. Because just do what Tomaz did. Flip the strategy. Test it, see if it works as a, on the opposite side. And there's a good chance it will, because if you are losing money hand over fist, actually that's a good thing in trading, because you can just do the opposite, and you've suddenly got a winning shot. So many people lose that point. So many people do not get that. I get people go, oh my, and I've been testing a strategy, and I'm like 100 points down in the last month. I'm like, can you let me know the strategy, please? Because <laughs> I'll flip it and start testing it. Because it sounds like you've actually got a profitable strategy on the other side of the market. And if it is that bad, you're easily going to beat commission and stuff. Um, but having a look at Tomaz under 1.5 goals lays, it's really interesting how well that's done. Opposing the market. Now, I did something similar. So I thought about this for a while. And I thought, this strategy is so good. And it's so unique. And it's going against the crowd. It's going against the stats. It's really just basically saying these odds are too short because you're all expecting this to happen. But I know that in sport, there is generally more than two, two goals in a match, two or more goals in a match. So I'm getting value if I'm getting below 3.5. That's the important thing to matter as well, to note here as well that matters. The odds matter. Right? Remember, this strategy only goes for odds 3.5 or below. So we're laying short prices. Now, if something popped up on the filter that was 6.0, well, we're not going to lay because there's no value there. And there's a good chance that these games can end under 1.5 goals. It's not like he's winning every trade. His strike rate is 73%. So we know that 27% of matches are finishing under 1.5 goals. But because we're laying at such short odds, that doesn't matter. The average odds we're laying at are, three, are actually 3.0. Because I, I track the average odds and things like that. ROI, 9.87%. So round that up, 10% ROI. 
£654 profit in a year using £10 stakes. So I got to thinking and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reverse engineer this strategy and I'm going to create a flip side strategy. You know, here we're laying under 1.5 goals. What's a similar market on the overs side? You know, if I was going to do an overlays over strategy, what, what goal line would I use? Because, you know, I can't do over 1.5 goal lays because over 1.5 goal is going to be high odds. Um, sorry, really short odds, obviously. What do I want to do here for a lay? What's the kind of equivalent? And I realized over 3.5 goals, that is the equivalent. Over 3.5 goals is like under 1.5 goals. The odds are fairly similar. Um, and what you're going to get is a lot of selections where the odds are quite high for over 3.5 goals. But when they're super short, could there be value in laying it? You know, could I create a filter that looks for teams that score goals, create chances, have shots, but the market has pushed the price too short? And because of that, there will be value in laying, even though it's a going against the crowd strategy. Now, that might sound a bit complex, and I've probably not explained it perfectly. But basically, I was looking to create a strategy that was looking for teams that were likely to have over 3.5 goals according to the stats. And then I was going to lay that. I was actually going to oppose it. I was going to take on and go against the crowd and lay because I believed the odds were too short. And what I found so far is that I was correct to assume that, to make that assumption. We've only tested 100 games, so it's early days, and I can't say whether this will be profitable. But we've just got past the four-month mark, okay? And £226 profit to £10 lay stakes, 14% ROI. I mean, this is so close to how Tomas Lay's strategy has performed. The ROI is higher. The strike rate is 71%. But our lay odds, on average, are 2.68%. And then I go through the sheet, and we haven't had many odds on selections to lay. But most of them that we have had have won. In fact, I'm just going to have a quick look through here. Because, yeah, we've had five that are 2.0 or below. And just from my quick glance, I might have missed one or so. All five of those lays have won. And it's amazing. I'm laying at 3.5 or below, and I'm looking at results, and often it's 1-0, 2-0, Teams aren't necessarily getting that close to over 3.5 a lot of the time. And it's funny because four goals in a match is not easy. Four goals in a match does not happen all the time. You know, go and have a look at a set of fixtures from a league, like just a general league, and have a look at the fixtures. Assuming it isn't the, you know, Dutch second division. And you'll probably see that most teams will not have 
over 3.5 goals. So by going against the crowd, I've actually found what I think could be a very good strategy. Now, again, this needs more testing. I can't be 100% on this, but that's fine. That's what it's all about. What I want to give you today is another angle you can look at. Maybe you've got a strategy that's not doing what you're expecting it to, and you should reverse it. Maybe you should go, okay, well, maybe the problem is I'm looking for games that are so likely to have goals that the market price is too short, and therefore I'd be better off laying. You know, I've seen, I've seen, I mean, talking of over 1.5 goals, I've seen teams tracking systems where the over 1.5 goal odds are below 1.1. Now, in my opinion, that can never be value at the start of a match because no matter what the team is, you can easily go 90 minutes without scoring two goals. And are you going to want to ever back that below 1.1? Just think about it. So don't be afraid to take the market on. Don't be afraid to go against the crowd. One of the biggest mistakes traders, bettors, whatever people who walk into Betfred make is they just go for the obvious all the time as if no one ever thought Man United would beat Leicester hey I've, I've got a great idea here I've got a great little tip here got some good 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 uh, inside knowledge I think Man United are going to win at home against the lesser opposition at short odds aren't I good <laughs> right because at the end of the day there's no value there and if there, even if there is value, it's so slim, is it worth it? It's a question you've got to ask yourself. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested, guys. Have a play around. If you come up with something you think's working that's good, feel free to show it to me. Ask for my advice. If you're struggling with strategies and you need some advice, help. Get in touch with me. You know where I am. I'm on the forum. You can do it in the private coaching if you so wish, and it's just between me and you. But anyway, guys, I hope this has given you some food for thought. Don't be afraid to take the crowd on. It can often be the path to success. Hope you all have a great week. And most importantly, hope you make some money trading on Betfair.